Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real. You're listening to Brenda and Ashley, and today we have a brand new episode for you guys. So today we're switching things up a little bit, and we're just gonna ask each other a bunch of questions, really. Yeah, so we'll have like some uh, would you rather questions and like what if scenarios. And just to make it a little interesting, we'll put like some juicy questions. Mm-hmm. So again, if you ever want to be a part of our Q&As and our little like activities that we do, don't forget to DM us on our Instagram account. Um, it's Let's Get Real, the podcast. And don't be shy because like I know you guys hear this every single week and you don't DM us. Just DM us. Like if you want to be a part of the episode, you'll be kept anonymous unless you ask not to be. Just send us a little message and we'll definitely incorporate it into the episode. Yeah, and if you ever have any ideas of what you want us to talk about, because we're getting to that point in which we struggle. We struggle. We've been procrastinating for like three hours. Figuring out what to record this week. Yeah, we did not know what to do for content. We have a whole list of episodes and we just didn't use anything on it. So please send us what you want to hear about in a comment, in a DM, whatever you want. Just give us your feedback. So I guess we'll just get straight into it. Um, So we'll ask the question generally, and then I guess we'll each just answer it on our opinions. All right, so first question. Would you rather lose your virginity to a man that you're dating, or would you rather lose it to a stranger or like a one-night stand type of guy? I would rather lose it to someone I'm dating because, yes, I will have history and connection with that person and... You know, then I can never forget them. But at the end of the day, if I dated them, they were important to me at one point. I'll, I'll still never forget them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would rather just know that someone that meant something to me at one point, whether they're an ex, whether they're whatever, has that and knows that about me and had that moment with me than some fucking stranger from the club. Because that to me would just be like, it would just be weird to look back on it. I don't know. No or like shade. a friends with benefits, like maybe. If it's a friends with benefits, sure. But like, I think, aren't we talking more like one night stand yeah, versus yeah. a relationship? I'd rather be a relationship. I don't want someone random, like having that experience with me personally. To be you? honest, I'm the opposite. I feel like I'd rather do it with a random, not necessarily like a random off the street, but like, you know, someone you talk to at least for like a good week, but it's still a stranger because you don't know them on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like that's something... I don't know some people see it as something very sacred and I can see why they see it that way but I also feel like it's something that you kind of also want to just get it done and over with because the first time is not really a great time I feel like all the stuff that I've heard and I feel like I don't know I feel like it is sacred but I don't think that it holds as much value as some people say it does I think it's really subjective it depends on the person if you're someone that doesn't think it's sacred anybody will please you you know but i just feel like if it's a random i don't know then you always have that that memory tied to that person but i guess but it's random but you still you'll never remember them because you met them and you did it and then it's done and over with and you move on true i can i can see where you're coming from but i also i see it in a perspective where if let's say i'm dating someone and then you know you break up it's like they'll always hold that and then even if you want to move on and you'll move on and forget about the guy you'll always remember that that person you know took that from you so even if things end bad or you try to like disconnect yourself from that it's kind of like having a baby daddy like no matter what even though you're not with that guy that guy is your baby daddy yeah but i think it's different because it's no physical thing that's actually binding you it's just like a memory even though it was physical at one point i feel like 
as long as they meant something to me at one point in my life, I wouldn't regret it. But it is just like, I just, I would not, I think because I just wouldn't feel comfortable with a stranger. That's the only reason why I wouldn't want to give them that. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I guess we just like completely are on opposite ends of this. It's interesting. I see why though. Like I understand both sides. Yeah. Yeah, I get it too. Yeah, because like everyone's different. It just whatever that means to you, like whatever sex means to you, will pretty much determine your answer to that question. I feel like if people really think it's so sacred, then they're gonna say relationship. You know. But anyways, um, the next question is: Would you rather live at home rent free? Or have a place of your own, but be broke. So pretty much you're choosing between financial freedom and mental health. Basically, yes. Well, I guess it depends on your health yeah. situation. If you have a really healthy family, then you, but you're good. It's, it's really rare. <laughs> right. Okay, so what do you think? What would you prefer? <sighs> that's, a hard, that's a really hard question because I don't want to be broke, but I also, I really value my mental health. Hmm. I feel like I just don't like the word broke. Bro. I don't like the word broke either. Okay, would you rather be not in financial abundance? Would you rather be a little struggly, a little uncomfy? Yeah, I think I'd rather that. Yeah? I think I'd rather feel a little uncomfy and have my freedom and sanity. Because at the end of the day, like, the thing is it's hard. I feel like at some point in your life, there will come a time in your life where you're gonna understand financial abundance to another level. And when I say that, I mean like, you're gonna have to go through some type of struggle, through some type of experience for you to understand how money works and how budgeting is important and how saving is important and how to see life in a whole different level. So when I think of being broke, I think of being going through a life experience. Yeah, you got to be a little uncomfy to grow. Exactly. And at the end of the day, if I think about it, it's like unless you're planning to live at home till you're like 90, eventually you're going to move out. So why not do it at a time that you feel, I guess, comfortable than doing it at a time where you don't feel like you're in the right place to do to do something like that. So what's what's your answer again? You said, I, right? I would. Yeah, I would go with not being financially secure yeah me too which is why i'm at where i'm at right now living out but then again like my family situation was good like if i could be home right now i would be home i just don't have the choice because i don't want to go to school but if i could i would stay home and save my money but now that i've been out for a year i realize like how much i value my sanity and my mental health and my freedom because i didn't have that so I don't know how long I would last if I actually went home. I might actually still go for, like, being a little uncomfy and having that peace, you know? Because when I go home for a week, sometimes I lose my mind. And I'm like, thank God I have my own place to go back to. Yeah, it's a tough question because I know a lot of people, for the most part, it's not that you want to leave your house. It's just more so that you want to experience that new part of your life, I guess. Or depending on the situation, like, sometimes you do get an ultimatum where... You have to really make that decision. So, I don't know. I just, when I see it, I think of, it's going to happen eventually. Mm -hmm. So, I don't see it as a bad decision. I just see it as an experience. Okay, so the next question, I find it really interesting, is would you rather meet your soulmate when you're 15 or when you're 50? And, like, 
okay to preface this like if you meet them when you're 15 that means you're with them when you're 15 and you marry them and you die with them that's the only person you're with for forever if you meet them when you're 50 that means you spent your whole life single until 50 and then you're with your soulmate what would you rather oh shit i'd rather meet them at 15 yeah because i meet them at 50 you can still hook up with people and have fun but you can't be in a relationship like oh so i'm like i'm like having fun and then when i'm 50 years old i finally find the one and that's the one but I'm 50. I'm going to probably die in 10 years. No, I'd rather be 15 and have some fun during my young life. Like cheat on them? What? Okay, I'm confused with this question. No, nah, when you meet them at 15, you're with them at 15. Like my best friend and her boyfriend, you know? So you're with them for life. Yeah, you which, die means with like, them. which means like if you want to experience someone else, you have to cheat on them. But if they're my soulmate, why would I want to cheat on them? But what I'm saying is like, yes, someone can be your soulmate, but at the end of the day, if you're with them when you're 15, by the time you turn 25, you're going to be a little curious about other people. You messed mm, out. I feel like it depends. Nah, I feel like anybody that's been with someone since they were 15 is curious because think about it. You never kissed anyone else. You never hooked up with anyone else. You've never gone no, on a first date. No, but I've seen date. a lot of people who have like a high school sweetheart. And when you're in grade nine, you're what, 15, 16? Well, yeah, but doesn't mean they're not curious. No matter what, there's going to be people around you. It's more more so if you have your own self-control. I personally would do 15. I just feel like if I found my soulmate at 50, and like what if I die at 55? You have no time with them. Exactly. I wouldn't be able to experience life with my partner. And at 15, Mm -hmm. even if I'm curious, I would know... I would be with that person whether or not they're the one for me or not or I'm curious or whatever. I know I would have like self-control and if I knew that that was the person for me, I wouldn't try anything. So I would do the 15. I would do 15 too just because I don't, I don't want to miss out on like those parts of my life like being yeah, your 30, prime time is 30, being 40 and not having a husband. And everybody's married. Everyone's going on couples vacations and you can't join them. Like things like that. Like even just having a life partner and a family, like, I don't want to start that all at 50 years old and have to, like, freeze my eggs and shit. Like, I want that when I'm 35, 30, you know? Um, but I would definitely, like, I definitely see a lot of issues in, like, dating at 15 years old because you're curious. Yeah, you're young, too. You're naive. Yeah, like, you turn 19 or in the States you turn 21 and you have to be faithful to one person and that same person is the one that you've been faithful to for the past six years five years ten years you know so like it's just kind of hard because how do you not get curious when you've never even been on a first date like i can't ask my best friend about first date advice when i was dating around because she'd never been on a date because she's with her high school sweetheart you know what i mean and i'm sure at times she could be like curious what it's like and i wouldn't want that either i feel like both of these kind of suck I guess, but you can always experience those things with your 15-year-old high school sweetheart. It's no, just a matter you can't. You first can, dates? Well, not necessarily first dates, but you can go on dates. You can do things that maybe no, you didn't. No, it's different than dating around. Dating around is something that everyone does when they're young, when they're 20, when they're hot, when they, when they go hook up or they go do things or they just go on dates and get dinners and flirt and get free drinks at the bar. Like That's something you do when you're young and hot. I guess. You can't do that when you're older. You you know that the only person you're ever going to like kiss is like that person, have sex with is that person, which is scary too. But I don't know. Like to know that like you don't experience anything else, not even just physically. I don't mean physically, but emotionally or whatever. 
like with anyone else is a little scary not enough to break up with someone but it's definitely thoughts that would cross my mind so here's another question would you rather be rich and work a nine-to-five job or be a starving artist so when we say starving artist we mean like pretty much doing what you love but not being rich just kind of getting by so this could mean paycheck to paycheck. This could mean one good month, one bad month, you know, like starving artist, right? So I would rather be a starving artist and have the inconsistency, but love what I do and be happy. But I also, I don't know, man, like, I don't know. I think I would rather that, but I think that would run out eventually. Yeah. Like I'd get to a certain age and be like, <laughs> okay, is this really worth it? Like I'm, I'm trying to live my life and go on vacation and buy nice things so i think that i would love to be a starving artist for a certain period of my life so i could pursue my goals but if i didn't pursue my goals i would sit down with myself and be like okay ashley let's go get a nine to five <laughs> you know i think i would do the nine to five not saying that i wouldn't pursue my 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 path and my dreams my my hobbies but it's more so i'm about security i'm about having you know a good cushion to sit on mm -hmm. so i might do the nine to five but find ways and where i can do my hobbies yeah do my side things on the side so that maybe when you know i do progress and i do find that you know it's working well for me then maybe i will leave the nine to five to continue my starving artist career Mm -hmm. But I don't think I would just do it straight off the bat. I think I would keep my 9 to 5 until I felt comfortable with my, I guess, hobby or dream. Yeah, that's what I did. As soon as I started to realize I could pay all my bills doing what I love, I quit my job. Exactly. But I didn't quit my job until I knew I could do that because there was just no point. I would just be struggling so much. Um, would you rather be an escort or a stripper? <laughs> a stripper just because an escort, I find that you have to do more than dance. Than just dance. Although I don't think I could be a stripper because I can't dance. <laughs> I think I'd rather be an escort. Really? Yeah, because you can choose like one client and just like consistently see that person. I guess, but you're seeing them for a purpose. Yeah, but either way, when you're stripping, there's so many people in the audience people that you know people that are going to tell your parents your friends and you're butt naked walking but around but those are eyes watching you no when you're a stripper you don't make that much money when you're just on the floor you need to go get private rooms you go to the private rooms you do private dances our but that's a choice no that's the job you don't have to do it yeah you do that's the job i'm not saying you have sex in the private rooms the private rooms is when you are talking to people on the floor and they say okay let's go to a room you go to the room and then they you dance on their lap for song each song is like 30 bucks and they pay you for the songs okay but an escort there's more yeah but i'd rather have one consistent person that's paying me even if it's degrading i'd rather have that than go and dance on 60 men in two days and on stage and have to talk to people and be fake because when you're a stripper it's literally like being a salesperson you're selling yourself you know so not in like not always your body like when it comes to like being physical with people but you're literally selling yourself because there's so many pretty girls around you so you have to show them that you're better so you're you're putting on that fake like work persona but you're like 
flirting with men you find completely unattractive Mm -hmm. and then you have to bring them to a room and spend an hour with them and then move on to the next man move on to the next man and move on to the next man and do that all day i'd rather just have one consistent escort partner switch it up every few months yeah i'd rather be an escort i wouldn't i wouldn't do either but if i had to choose i think i'd still be the stripper (sighs) and then your dad finds out because somebody at work told him that they saw you and then I'd just be like, are you sure that was me? 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 Um, to me, I feel like that's a hard decision. Like, I don't know. I personally couldn't see myself in that particular... Like in that industry? Yes. Yeah. I don't see myself making those type of decisions. However, if I had to pick one, I think I would still be go with the stripper just because I'd rather just dance on someone and make money than have to be in a room locked up i don't know what if someone tries to kill me i don't know i've just seen too many like horror movies i don't even watch horror movies but like i've heard some like weird ass shit people and people are just weird and well if you're like a cheap escort that has multiple clients that you're meeting in motels like hell no i'd rather be a stripper but if you're like a high-end escort with high profile clients that you have consistently and you know you got your regulars and you see them a couple times a what week. if one time your regular just like snaps on yeah. you. Mm, I mean, it, the strip club is the same thing. Like that. But type there's of at least you know security, video surveillance. Like true. You're in the public eye. Like this person could literally lock me up in their closet, and I can be there for three days starving. That's true. <laughs> I know these are like weird ass scenarios. No, but it happens. But... It happens. Yeah, I would. I, you know what? I would do neither. But I would be an. <laughs> I would be an escort over a stripper. I think I'd do stripper. Strip, strip. All right, this is a this is a juicy question actually. Let's say you were walking down the street and you happen to see a wallet on the floor. You open the wallet and you see that there's five thousand dollars in cash, with no ID, no way to track whose wallet it was, but one credit card with the person's name and a credit card. What do you do? Do you try to track down the person with that one credit card that is in the wallet, or do you keep the five thousand dollars? I would be tempted, but I would be honest. I would track them down because I'm a big believer in karma. And I think that if I took that $5,000, something in my life is going to hit me that I'm going to end up needing to pay $5,000. And it's literally going to be, it's going to like break even. Like I'm going to end up with zero, but now I have a guilty conscience and someone is out $5,000. So I would literally try and track it down. And if they want to bless me with some type of reward, that's on them. But I, I wouldn't take it. I would want to, and I would consider it, and I probably wouldn't call them for like 24 hours because I'd be like, should I just take the money? Should I take the money? Should I take? And then I wouldn't be able to do it, and I would track them down. It'd How about if hard. there was no ID? If there was no ID, it's Sorry, just cash. <laughs> it's mine. It's mine. If there's no ID and there's no way for me to track it, like I can't just trace cash back to someone if there's no way to fucking look for them what if you just go to the police and be like hey i found this then they're not gonna do shit with it and i know that they're not gonna do anything i would take the money and i would donate a good 500 or something (laughs) like that like i would donate some money and i would use the money on things that i need that are gonna better my life i would just be like you know what the universe blessed me today that's how i would look at it if there's no way to track it but the chances are if i'm seeing five thousand dollars in cash there's a way to track it and if there was i would i would find out who it belonged to and i would give it to them you're such a good person. I believe in karma, man. I, You know me. I'm a very spiritual person. And it, I'm just going to tell a quick story. One time, I'm, I'm not going to give too many details, but like long story short, 
there was this like situation with a little accident and I ended up getting more out of them than I deserved because it was, they were at fault for the accident and I knew what I was doing. I knew that like they didn't owe me this much, but we kind of finessed it. I got the money and I ended up literally having bills to pay that came out to more than what I got from that insurance thing. And um, yeah, I, I karma hit me back. Like I think it was like 500 bucks. I ended up like coming out a thousand dollars in like a week and it wasn't worth it. And I felt bad. Damn. Yeah. So anyways, what about you? I'm not going to lie. It would be tempting. It would be tempting, but it really depends on my situation. Like, what if I'm really in need of that $5,000 and I'd be like, you know what? Maybe this is the universe telling me something that Mm -hmm. I should just take it. But like, if something in my mind told me that it's like, you know, this is not it, then because I'm I'm really good at following my first instinct. The first thing I do when something happens is what was my first thought? And then I go back and track on it. Like, did I feel guilty for one second? So if I felt guilty, it's because it's not the right decision to make. Mm-hmm. Because the I, I always think, like, the first thought you have is the right thought. Your thoughts are now being absorbed and telling you, what if this? What if that? What if that? So now you're trying to think of the next option of what you first thought of. I would probably, what my first instinct was at that point I would track it through that way and kind of see like, okay, okay, no, no, no. You can't be like, oh, I would, this is what I would, what would you do? Like, what? She's trying to go around this as if she's not going to answer it. You need to answer this. Would you take the money or would you track them down? <laughs> Given that there's a credit card in the wallet. Uh, this is hard, man. I guess I'd give it back. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Because, okay, I'm going to tell you a quick story about me too. So one time I was on the TTC, so it's this, this is Toronto Transportation, right? And I was on the bus, and on the seat I saw a wallet. I opened the wallet, and I was like, okay, this is clearly a guy's wallet. There was cash in, inside the wallet. I think there was like 250 300 max in there. And I was like, oh, wow, bless. I could take the money, leave the wallet just as is, because there was his ID was in it and everything. I could just take the cash, make it seem like I didn't take the money, and someone will find the wallet, give it back to the person. As I'm looking through the wallet, I see a picture of a little boy. And I'm like, oh, this guy has a son. Like, I can't do that to a boy. Like, what if this is, like, his child support or something? Like, so then at that point, I was like, fuck. Like, he really, he really, you know, wanted me to feel that. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to be a good Samaritan and I'm going to track down this person. However, I forgot. I don't know if. If there was just cards in there, no, like, actual ID. It was, like, a picture of the kid, some credit cards, and the cash. So what I did was I ended up calling the credit card. I think it was a Scotiabank card he had in there. So I called, and I told them, hey, can you give me this person's number? I have his card. Obviously, because it's, like, confidential information, the person was like, no. So I was like, all right, give. When they call you, because they're going to call you to cancel the card, then give them my number. Mm-hmm. long story short he ended up contacting me he's like okay like can we meet up at whatever intersection the closest one that was between both of us i go up i meet this guy it was at a mcdonald's too i give him the wall he's like oh my god thank you blah blah blah. do you want me to buy you a drink bitch a dr- and this Those is not even a like dollar. a starbucks drink this is not like a cafe or a shot or like lunch. a mocktail he's like do you want a drink from mcdonald's no, I would have come with a gift card. I would have come with a $25 Starbucks gift card or something. I was like, all right, this is what I get for being a good person. 
so it's hard but then one time I, it happened where i was at work and we found a guy's wallet and he literally came and gave me and my co-worker 20 bucks each so i would just give the wallet let karma take its path maybe if they don't give you something in return then something worse will happen to them i don't know or something better will come to you eventually the that universe too. is building up your track record for some great things to come to you i think i'm in the same i'm in the same boat as you if there was some type of way for me to get in contact i would try my best and at the end of the day if they didn't get back to me then it's just not meant to be but if there was no way of contacting them or getting a hold of them i'd be like all right well then i guess i'm five thousand dollars richer you know one time when i was in college i found the brand new iphone which was the iphone 7 at the time and I had a 5S. I found an iPhone 7 and I really debated like just keeping it because I was like, I need a new phone. Like <laughs> my phone's getting old. So I kept the phone for like 15 minutes and then I was like, I can't do this. I found it in a washroom, by the way, like a private washroom. So like there was no way for anybody to know that it was me. The thing and with that though, it's an iPhone. So technically they can track it. Not if you turn it off and then you wait and then you just like change the sim or you completely switch out the motherboard or you do a factory reset like there's ways to go around it at the time there was now they're way more advanced like they literally blacklist it and it's done but anyways yeah so after 15 minutes i decided like nah like i'm gonna give this phone back so they were calling and i was ignoring their calls and then after the 15 minutes i decided to just like call back and be like hey like i found your phone and um the girl was like very rude she didn't even say thank you she did not say thank you i was like what the fuck and then two days later, my iPhone broke and I had to buy a new one. My iPhone fucking broke. All I'm saying is that if someone finds something that something that you lost, I feel like just be a good person and, you know, give them a little loving, give them a little some some, you know? Yeah, like, like they deserve something. Like There's not a lot of good people out there, so I feel like they should just get rewarded. <laughs> I agree, but also if we do things with expectations of receiving something in return i don't think we're gonna get anything in return because that means we're doing it for the wrong reasons and we're not doing it wholeheartedly that's true too um okay next question if you could turn back time is there something in your life that you would change Hmm. something in my life that i would change Mm -hmm. it's really hard because i'm the type of person even if it's bad i like going through it because i feel like everything that has happened in my life has taught me something Mm -hmm. whether it be bad or good or you know what I mean like I feel like things happen for a reason I'm a true believer in that and I feel like life itself is full of experiences and journeys that you just have to kind of come across Mm -hmm. and you know it's it's very cliche what people say but things don't happen to you if you're not able to handle it so true would I change anything I don't think I would because I feel like my life in general would be different, but I think I would like things to be a little easier (laughs) in some situations, I guess, if that makes sense. No, but not change anything about your present situation. Like, would you go back and change something? Like, if you could redo something, would you do it? Would you redo it? Or if you could add something to your past, would you do it? I don't think so. As much as my past isn't the greatest, I don't think I would change anything. Okay. Or redo anything. I would change something. I would start YouTube sooner. Although I've been doing YouTube technically for like 10, 11 years, the channel that I actually took that took off and that I actually took seriously, I started in 20, 2017, to be honest, because that's when I actually posted. So 
I would have started that earlier because I always wanted to do YouTube. I just never did it because I was scared of what people would think. And I was scared of like actually starting a real channel and promoting it because I, that was scary. All my other channels were private and like nobody knew about them. So I would have just started that sooner because it would have taken off better because YouTube wasn't oversaturated at the time. And it just probably would have led to faster success. Do I regret anything? No. Like I still have the YouTube career that I want, but I mean, if I could have, I would have. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would have started that shit in 2014, 2013. I mean, it's not a bad. Maybe start saving earlier, too. Oh, yeah. Because mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's something. It's so funny because all, like, my grown friends are always like, you know, save now. Now's my dad has been saying it since I was 12, 11. Make sure 11. you're saving while you're at home. Make sure, you know. So maybe that's something. The thing is, this is how I see it, too. I get it. You're young. You want to go on vacations. You want to, like, splurge. You want to buy that, you know, new pair of Balenciaga shoes. You want that new Gucci purse. You want to experience all these things because it's true what they say. It's harder to have that type of lifestyle when you're paying for rent, when you have a car insurance to pay for, all these grown-ass bills you got to pay for. So do it when you can. But at the same time, it's like you should also know the value of money. And is it like, do you need a new pair of Balenciaga shoes every single week? You know like, what I mean? Even like specifically things like that. Like you get those things when they're hot and trendy for $900. And who's fucking wearing those now? I know that shit's collecting dust to the people that spent $900 on the stupid Balenciaga shoes that look like socks, as Cardi B says. <laughs> they're collecting dust now. Mm-hmm. And now they're, they can't resell them for the same amount they paid for them. So now they just got $900 scuba diving looking at shoes in their closet when that money could have gone to something so much better. Yeah, I think it's hard, though. It's, it's something I always say, like, you only truly start saving when you're in the state of, oh, fuck, I have to say. Yeah, we work because, best in the state of crisis. Yes, yeah. because it's like, OK, well, now I have all these things to do or pay for. Sorry, I have all these things that I have to pay for. So how am I going to? make it happen i have to cut down on my lifestyle i have to cut down on cost yeah so it's hard because you only see it when it's like when you're older and it's something you have to do but i do i do recommend children kids who are listening i'm not saying save all your whole paycheck but if you're making 500 dollars bi-weekly try to at least save 100 you know yeah you times that by 12 12 months in a year you know do the math like that's that's some good money you can save and then when you're you know 40 30 years old trying to buy a place you know you got that lock and loaded so here's another question have you ever gone through your partner's phone looking for stuff like whether it's dms or pictures things of their past or their present like anything that made you wonder once in my life and i'll never do it again (laughs) it's not worth it because when you do something like that you're literally looking for something bad Mm-hmm. And you will not stop until you find something bad. And then when you find something bad, you can't even communicate it because now you've done something wrong and maybe there's nothing, there's no truth to what you found, but now you got to overthink it. So anyways, I did it once. I was, it was the guy that I'm currently with and we were very, very new. Like we had like just confessed our feelings. We were dating, but we were pretty exclusive, but we hadn't really talked about being exclusive yet. He sat me down and he told me there's a girl from his past that he was talking to because he didn't think I'd be into him. And he told me that he needs to kind of like get rid of that situation. And he was really honest about like, I just need to let her know and like cut things off with her, right? So I was using his iMac one day and all his conversations were on the iMac. And I happened to notice 
a familiar name on there. So I was like, you know what? Let me see if this guy's still talking to her because he tells me he's cutting it off. I need to know if he's cutting it off. Let me just look so I don't feel stupid. So all I did was I literally went to that conversation and I just looked to see if if he was like entertaining her. And he was not. He was ignoring her. He was giving her one word responses. He was like completely ghosting her. It was very clear like that he was not into it, trying to get rid of her. But then I scrolled too far up and this is because I was being nosy. I scrolled up to the day that we like confessed our feelings and I found out some shit went down that day and I felt like shit because I was like, wow, like, okay, like now I know what happened. And then hours later, we're confessing how we feel about each other. Like I just felt like I felt stupid. But then I'm also like, I can't be mad because we weren't together. We didn't even know we liked each other. Like I couldn't be mad. So then I had to sit with this for months and feel like shit over it. And I just told him that I did this like a few months, maybe like two months ago, because this was years ago. And I told him like two months ago and he thought it was funny. He's like, I would have done the same thing. And I was like, yeah, but I'll never do it again. Uh, The anxiety that I got, the stress, the jealousy, all of that stuff that I got that I could not let out. I will never do it again. If I have a question for you, if I need to look at your shit, I'll just ask you and I'll look at it with you or you'll know. But I'm not sneaking around. Mm. It's like that saying, you know, some things are just better left unknown. Yeah, I just feel like if it's meant to be seen by me, God will put it in my path and I will see it. But up until then, what I don't know won't kill me. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I've done it too. Like in my past relationship, I remember one time um, one of my ex-boyfriends had his like Facebook logged onto my phone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then I just never logged off. So, you know, one day I was like, oh, shit. I, I think I was like trying to go on my Facebook and then I'm just like, the fuck? And so I noticed that, oh, shit, he's still logged on. And then, you know, And that's when was Facebook curious. was like a real means of communication yeah. for people. And so I was curious and I was like, all right, so let me just go to the inbox. Let's see who's in here. And then, yeah, it happened to me, too. Like, I saw some things and I was like, hmm, interesting. And, like, I know sometimes it's like you're in the heat of the moment, so you say things or you're just not thinking straight so you say things and I, I I was the same way I took it to a way where maybe I didn't have to or I didn't have to see it that way and obviously it bothered me so then yeah things were a little weird I always had like certain issues or trust issues mm-hmm. that you can't explain because they don't know you saw this shit exactly yep. so but at the end of the day I feel like if you feel some type of way just just ask them in front of them be like okay well you know i feel like you know your phone's been going off lately at like three o'clock in the morning like what's going on like you know someone like messaging you like and just be straight up up. yeah yeah because at the end of the day if they have something to hide they'll be very timid they'll be like what are you talking about i don't know what you're talking about because that happened to me one time too in another relationship where i was like i didn't want to look through the person's phone so i asked the person and then they were very timid like oh no it's just it's just notifications it's just that's just sketchy that. like what do you have to hide Why exactly you, yeah i don't like and that. then once you see that tension you'll know okay yeah something's up you don't even have to like look through it you just know something you know up. yeah i agree but that is the last question so i guess that's it for this week yeah this episode's probably gonna be a little short Again, guys, like, give us some ideas. I think Please. I think we should do some type of episode with, like, our mans. Make something interesting. Yeah, I think we could. Now that we have, like, this mic set up, like, we literally just, him and I on one side, you and your man on the other side. And yeah, maybe we'll do some, like, relationship questions. Like, yeah. a man's perspective and a 
female's perspective on certain scenarios i feel like that'd be a good episode yeah but guys again do not be fucking shy if you're listening and you're one of those silent listeners that don't ever respond to comments just or, make a spam account and then send us a yeah DM. if that you really be- are shy but like just engage with our shit so we know what you want to hear like what if we're putting you to sleep every week we don't know that you need to tell us what you like what you don't like do you like the relationship stuff do you like the funny stuff do you like the story times what do you want to hear yes Give us some interesting topics. Yeah. So with that We're being said, thanks. Oh, with that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. We had a good time this week, I guess. I'm a little tired, but <laughs> yes. a good episode. Again, don't forget to send us messages on our Instagram account. It's Let's Get Real the Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash Let's Get Real Podcast. Feel free to subscribe, send us DMs, all of that. But I guess that's it for the week. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.